Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. You're listening to After Law, broadcasting from the beautiful South Berlin, except no South Dear listeners, welcome to a cool grey spring afternoon here at the Den for the visit this afternoon of our promotion rivals, playoff rivals, Preston North End, form side listeners. They're coming into this, this uh, do or die fixtures, a, a must win. Four wins out of their last five. Mill, by contrast, can't score a goal for Toffee, dear listeners. We're just awaiting the entry of the uh, two teams uh, on the big screen now. Uh, your Millwall Lions this afternoon. Conservative choice. Did you expect anything else from uh, Gary Rowett, George Long's in goal, backline Murray Wallace, Jake Cooper, Sean Hutchinson, Danny Mack, defensive two, Billy Mitch, Jules Savile, the attacking three, Oliver Burke, Zian Fleming, and Vogel, uh, Andreas Vogel, Sammer up front, the lone striker, Tom Bradshaw, George Honeyman, of course, injured for this crucial, crucial fixture. It's do or die stuff now, listeners. We need to find our mojo, our momentum, our moxie. We need our moxie. Where's it gone? Have you got it? We can't unscore a goal in four games. Um, very, very average uh, performance, or poor performance. Just get it right. Poor performance versus Hull City on Easter Monday. But here's a chance to put it straight this afternoon versus Preston. We've really come in from, from nowhere, as so often happens with our football teams. Find momentum and come in from, um, from out of the clear blue sky as rather what we've had with, with Preston North End. They're wearing their familiar traditional lily white shirts and dark blue shorts. Millwall in our familiar dark blue shirts. White shorts. On the bench this afternoon, Bob Bielkowski, George Evans, Scott Malone, uh, Jamie Shackleton, Duncan Watmore. Good to see Mason Bennett back in the in the fray. And Roman Essay. Every game's a cup final between now and the end of the season. We really, really need a win. I don't think there's anywhere to uh, run to or anywhere to hide if we don't win this afternoon, listeners. And that does involve scoring a goal. We had a, a good few chances up there at uh, the KC Stadium. It's not called that, I know. But I can't remember what it's called. Proud and fine voice. Looks like it's um, a little shy of a full house, but it's pretty good. I think I've read yesterday 2,000 tickets remaining, so that would be, I don't know what, 1,000 maybe left now. But it is, I can have a cliche, it's cliche time in our own hands. 
Preston with uh, Troy Power at number 15. Player who uh, his career never quite took hold here, of course. Much uh, lazy when he first arrived. I must admit, I pulled the hype. I will admit, did you buy the hype, listeners? I did. No money-back guarantee on that hype, though. There he is playing for Preston. Let's see how he does this afternoon. Gary Rowett, talking to the uh, London News Online, says he's got a calm approach to the playoff. And quoting Derby County from a few years ago when he managed Derby as a perfect example. You've got to hold your nerve, says Gary Rowett. You've got to hold your nerve. The Den is famous for holding his nerve business. That's going to be Mill to kick us off. Attacking the Colts, the away end of the first half, in accordance with uh, the writings of the Venville Bede in 9th century Anglo-Saxon England. He was very specific on that point that Millwall must attack the Conglo Lane end in the second half. He made it one of his early, earliest um, points of principle. It's very unusual, considering we didn't exist at that time, but he got it in now. Zian Fleming's going to kick us off. Away we go, do or die! The denouement of the season looms, just five more games to go. Watching that dispiriting loss at Hull City in the end, it was dispiriting. Obviously, we had a fairly good run of uh, play in the first half, and then late in the second half when it was we were chasing the game. But I had a memory of the old wacky races. This be um, the Arkansas Chuggerbug that was falling apart as it drove along. I've got a sense of that with our season. This is a shot on target from from Para, actually, from a tight right 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 side of the um, penalty area, tight angle over the bar, but it had power on it. Early chance for Preston there. Just one and a half minutes on the clock. A lot of calls online and on our chats, on our shows for Roman Essay to start, but he is on the bench. Gary Rowett putting his faith in experience. Vogel, Sammer and Burke to some extent. Burke had a decent game by um, Burke standards at Hull City. But you do get a sense he's a player where we, we're looking for more, we're looking for better from Oliver Burke. He's got the capabilities, he just uh, doesn't produce the goods, does he? I think one effect of that disappointing loss up there at uh, Hull has been to take away some of the hype from this fixture list. It is a huge fixture this afternoon, make no mistake. Preston are in seventh position but on equal points with us. Um, results last night, I think Norwich got stuffed 5-1, so that's, that's gone in our favour. But this is up to us here this afternoon. But there's been no hype about this one in the way that some of the other games we've had this season have been built up to be massive, massive fixtures. This is a massive fixture, but it hasn't had the online build-up that um, you might have expected. No bad thing, in my opinion. We don't really deal very well with being the favourites. Historically, we never have. It's not in our DNA. We are the eternal underdogs. Murray, Murray Wallace coming out of the game. Must have picked up a knock there. Marlowe's going to come in. That's an early uh, change in plans. Scott Malone comes in uh, six minutes, seven minutes on the clock. I saw Murray having a word with the, uh, the medic at the side as he was um, you know, just an earlier passage of play. Referee gives Aaron Ball there. He must have said he's got, he's got a twinge or something. I know that feeling. I went to the gym the other day, listeners, and I got a bit of a twinge afterwards. There's a train serving the southeastern suburbs of London. Trundles past beyond the cold blow lane end. Flags fluttering gently in the breeze. It's got a very summery feel to it. But 
poor control there by Burke. Almost gives the ball away. We do recover, thankfully. I sounded a bit bitter about Oliver Burke there, but I just... Um, you expect better from a player of his standing. He starts to question whether their standing is over, over, um, overhyped. Again, there's that word again. This is over, overhyped. Ball spreads. This is Vogel Salmon now on the uh, left side, taking him. He's got, he's got Malone overlapping him. What can he do? I thought we'd taken it too far. This is now Jules Savile. This is Scott Malone. He does a little take and turn. The Preston um, defender puts it into touch. Good play there by Scott Malone. Really nice to. Turn almost 13 minutes in, listeners. It's going to be a Zian long throw, obviously, in the absence, the injured absence of Ryan Leonard. Jake Cooper and Sean Hutchinson have gone forwards on the, almost on the goal line. This is uh, almost on the head of Sean Hutchinson. Malone now finds Fleming again on the left side. What can Zian do? Falls into the mix. from Zian Fleming left side in for 1-0 off the head of Tom Bradshaw 1-0 Millwall close range flick header oh, let, let's just see it again on the uh, big screen listeners let's have a look in comes the cross bouncing around no it comes in a second time Vogel Sammer's cross comes in uh, Fleming's cross and it's flick headed in by Tom Bradshaw Nicely taken. You'll see all these chances on your YouTube tomorrow morning. I'm staring into a sunlit um, big screen here at the Den. That's enlivened the Den somewhat. Zian Fleming, of course, with the left side. I think I said, uh, I think I said everybody. I can't remember how many people I said put that left side across, and it was Zian Fleming, listeners. Lovely, lovely little flick header in from, from Tom Bradshaw. Well, it feels like a weight off my shoulders now, dear listeners. 15 minutes in. That's uh, first goal for him. First goal from open play since uh, the Battle of Trafalgar. I think that was the last time we scored a goal from open play. When our Lord Nelson took a, took a bullet. His shirt on display at the National Maritime Museum, of course. Anyway. It's Preston pressing forwards there. 17 comes towards 18 minutes. Chance from, oh, it was a great shot. Ball went into the round. Oh, I thought a great, great shot and save by George Lund now. Ball Mill on the break. This is Ian Fleming on a run through. He's got Tom Bradshaw overlapping him. He couldn't find the right pass. It falls to, to Vogel Salmon. Will he have a go? He may well do. Ball's out wide right there. It's a great save earlier on by George Long. Players continued. That's a ball in at four by, by Danny Mack there, listeners. 18 and a half minutes. Um, yeah, great save. I thought for a moment the Preston man had picked up on the rebound, but it was cleared. So good defensive work to, to throw into that little cocktail. Speaking to the uh, London News Online, Gary Rowett said he's looking for a little bit of quality from a team like ours. Yeah, this is what your moment's going to hinge on. If we created nothing, he said, this is talking about last week's um, losses, uh, loss at Hull, I'd be disappointed. But we created quite a lot. We need to start scoring now. Well, we've done that so far. This is now Zian Fleming. He, he took on a shot from distance there when really the ball was wide to, to Scott Malone, who's overlapping in 19 minutes. A little self-indulgent, perhaps, from, from Zian Fleming. Preston have um, 
look dangerous on, on a couple of occasions coming forwards. We need to be on guard with them. Referee letting a lot go. Tom Bradshaw thought he had a, a free kick there, but not given. This is the 10 now for, for Preston. Great work by uh, Saville, but they've still, they've still got possession on the left side of the mill penalty area. It's gone into touch. Ticking towards the 22nd minute, listeners. They've sprayed the ball about quite well going forwards. This is Parrott finding the uh, the 28, I think, on the right side. It's a ball across the face of the of the goal. Uh, Parrott wasn't following that one in. 25th minute. They um, they move the ball very quickly, um, and they have looked dangerous on occasions. So you know we we are clearly up against a decent side here. Billy Mitchell was named in or nominated for Men's Young Player of the Year at the London Football Awards. Yeah, there's a story on London News saying he thought it was a, a, a hoax. He thought someone was pranking him just when he got nominated. That's a loose ball. This is uh, given to the 11 now in midfield. 27 comes towards 28 minutes. This is Preston going down our left side. We can do without loose passes like that. That's going to go for a left-sided corner. Um, but yeah, the, the winner of the award was uh, Arsenal's uh, Bikayo Saka. But he was nominated alongside Saka and Gar Martinelli and Crystal Palace's Alise. So, as he puts it himself, um, pretty good company to be in, says Billy. And I, I, I agree with him. Taken short. All fired in. Blocked on the line, I think. In close range, from what I can see of it. Long way away from where I'm standing. As I've said a few times, they look like a dangerous side. It's been a pretty good start to get ahead by Millwall. Um, I suppose I've got to say that Preston have had a few chances and have looked dangerous coming forwards. We haven't looked as consistently dangerous coming forwards, but we do have that crucial goal, so take your pick of those things. Our passing forward has been a little bit hit and hope, but I suppose what's new? What's new? Been like that quite a bit this season, isn't it? One way or the other, but it's worked for us to get us into this position. So who am I to question Gary Rowett? Ball forward, Ian Fleming, halfway inside the uh, Preston half. He's got Vogel Samar overlapping him. Ball back, this is Ian Fleming. Wanted just too long on the ball with it. Fired him from Vogel. Ian just wanted that fraction of a second too long. It was one of the criticisms that was uh, made in our show the other day, the, um, the live show we did. Zian just wanting that extra fraction of a second that might separate him from the very, very best in the game, from, uh, you know, the championships, so to speak. Crowd getting a little bit edgy because um, we're giving the ball away quite easily. throwing. I think Preston took it as their throwing. I must admit, I thought it was a Preston throwing, but it's a Millwall throwing. Yeah, crowd getting a little bit edgy. We've seen um, Preston pressing forwards the last few minutes. We're on 36, coming towards 37 minutes. And some of our play has been um, a touch too sloppy for my liking and the, the liking of the, uh, the West Upper Stand. It's going to be a Zeehan long throw. 37 minutes. Jake and, and Sean Hutchinson are in the six-yard box. Jake gets his head to it. It's up in the air. It's bouncing free. The 16 should clear and does. Good work by Scott Malone to get it back to Jules Long there, listeners. That applause reflects that good work. 
There's a half-time whistle. Mill do lead it 1-0 at the break. Um, bit of a sense of clinging on at times in that first half. Preston have looked dangerous going forwards. Uh, but well-taken goal by Tom Bradshaw to put us ahead. And that's really, really all that's going to matter about today. Um, let's hope we can hold on and cling on for the second half. There is half-time Mill 1, Preston North End 0. Achtung, Mehlball. Welcome back to the second half. The listeners team just coming out into the sunshine. Big shout out to Dave all the way up from Worcester. They've just come over and um, had a nice half-time conversation, listener of the show. Big uh, thank you for coming over there, David. Um, few comments from the internet. Shambolic, a lucky shambolic performance, says Jim Hackett. Just what we need. Uh, Matt Richards saying on the on their group chat that they're looking dangerous to up front the pretty mobile. It's on a knife edge. I think he's right. I must admit I feel um, I left that first half feeling like we were a little bit second best at times. We need to raise our game because uh, we are clinging on at the moment. Anyway, Teams are lining up for the second half. Preston will be attacking their fans. Mill will be attacking the Colblow Lane end as per the venerable Beads dictums. Chaps just coming wearing a 1990 spool. No advert. Millwall shirt, classic. Along with a very high uh, white collar but a very high neck. Relegation season, of course. We did. I think we finished up with Millwall written across innings. We couldn't couldn't find a sponsor. I don't know why. I don't think our brand was particularly one that the uh, global, you know, giants wanted to be associated with for some reason. I can't. I can't fathom why, listeners. Can you? But well played, that man. That's an old classic shirt. He's, he's dug out there. I think it was made out of pure polyester. Here comes Joel Saville on the left, dispossessed by Preston. Well, from what I've seen of the opening uh, two minutes, we've got a revelatory new game plan, which is to sit back and absorb the pressure, listeners, and hit them on the break. Wonderful new material from the uh, Gary Rowett studio. It's gone all the way back to the Preston goalkeeper. 40, 46, nearly 47 minutes. Oh, poor, poor play there by Hutchinson. Gives the ball to the 15 on the right side. This is Preston breaking forwards. Shambolic defending again. They've still got the ball back here on the 15 on the left side. It's 47 minutes on the clock. The shot blocked. Nice work there by Billy Mitchell. It's gone for a throw in. We've looked a little bit off the pace, all gamelessness. Um, and it feels a bit churlish to be complaining when you're one nil ahead, but you've got to call it as you see it. It's my journalistic duty to you as listeners. I've got to call it as I see it. As I said at the end of the first half, we have started the second half um, clinging on, rather. Ball bouncing around down at the Preston ends. Bit of head tennis. This is Bradshaw just dispossessed on 58 minutes, listeners. Zian wins the ball back and gets yanked back. It's a free kick, surely. It is going to be a free kick. It's a little bit far out for shooting, but um, he might have a go. Doesn't want for ambition, now Zian, does it? It's right of centre. It's kind of between the... Uh, halfway between the edge of the D and the uh, edge of the penalty, but it's a long way out. This is Jules Savile going to take it, so I think it will be a cross indeed. It's uh, bouncing around inside a six-yard box the goalkeeper takes. This is a 17. Those are the penalty area. Will he get a shot away? It should be cleared. It is cleared. Straight back to a white shirt, sadly. 62 minutes. 
Preston pressing falls and having a little bit of um, period on the ball in our half. Hmm. For one moment, Savile might have taken the, pre the Preston wide right man there. I think he might have feared he'd been uh, a little overzealous. That's the, that's the East Upper's view on it. A little bit more blunt than direct than me, perhaps. It's a freeway substitution for Preston as we tick towards the halfway point of the second half. Um, it's not been quite as open from the middle perspective as, they, as Preston found it in the first half. We have looked to get forwards a little bit more coherently ourselves rather than keep lumping it forwards. It's a crucial half of, uh, half of a half to come now. 67 minutes. trying to punt the ball down the middle there. Billy Mitchell wins the ball back well on the right sides. Again going the wrong way though. It's going to go all the way back to Jules Long. Under, under pressure he's put it into touch. Panicky stuff from Millwall. Panicky stuff listeners. This is the 28 now and this is Hutchinson. Little chance of the 17. Oh great great defending there by Sean Hutchinson. Put it behind for a corner. It was a moment where Preston were breaking free in that bounce over there. 68 minutes. They've taken the corner quickly. They'll need to be switched on. Oliver Burke's in there. Beaten again. Crowd um, venting their spleen at Burke. This is the 17. Fantastic defended by Danny Mack there. This is Billy Mitch. Who can't get the ball out of their own half at the moment, listeners. Crowd are getting into a, a state of hysteria. Going <laughs> for a Preston throwing. It's going to be a, a change. I don't know what more is going to come in, listeners. And it looks like SA is going to come in. I would imagine Burke to come out. I can't believe that Burke will continue. He hasn't looked interested for me. Some might call that a harsh viewpoint. Well, there we are. A mixture of applause and a boo. <laughs> I'm not going to boo him. Um, I just don't know that he's uh, Millwall through and through. Let's put it that way. Anyway, in comes Roman SA. And it's going to look like um, Duncan Watmore for Bogey. He gets applause. He gets applause. 69 minutes. Flags fluttering proudly in the breeze. Either on the docker stand opposite me. 71 minutes in. Has this uh, free kick for Scott Malone. Is lined up. It's going to be a long pump forwards, one would imagine. It is. Towards Jay Cooper, he gets a head to it, he falls down inside the box. a relief again I can't do five of these games dear listeners, I can't do it you have to get someone else to do your podcast go somewhere else find somebody else to do it, I can't do it ah oh, bloody hell, 2-0 nicely taken goal he's kind of fighting, bounced down from that long ball forwards, I think it was Hutchinson got ahead to it I think and um, Zian's come in close range, fired it into the ground, and it's bounced past the goalkeeper in for a 2 0 
Bradshaw and Fleming, goals. I'm going to delete all my moaning parts of earlier on in the half now. I'm going to delete it. Sound like I was always upbeat and up-tempo. Always fresh as a daisy for you, dear listeners. Big, big result if it stays this way, listeners. 73 minutes. We've still got uh, 17 to go. So let's not tempt any uh, lady luck. And she's a, a cruel mistress, lady luck, I find. Neil dispossessed again. They keep the ball down at our end a lot. They've done that through the game. It's the two. There's a slightly bohemian air about him, like a poet. Some kind of French poet. Ball breaks. Tom Bradshaw puts it through. Duncan Watmore's on the break. Menard getting back now. There was a moment where he was through on his own, but uh, he's gone to the left side. That's a cross into the box. Onto the line the goalkeeper takes. Uh, his his cross-come shot was deflected upwards, and the goalkeeper was able to get a hand to it. 76 minutes. There he is. He's got a kind of um, a floppy 70s hairstyle, you know? Kind of um, Gunter Netzer. Any of the older listeners remember Gunter Netzer, the West German player? He has a touch of that about him. Like he sits around reading French poetry, as I say. He's drinked his way through the middle. There's ball on the line. Wow. The seven fired it in from close range there. From that, the man I'm just taking a piss out of managed to um, run it down the line. Very close range shot and cleared off the line by Millwall. We, we, we dodge a bullet there. 79 minutes. Wow. Hoof cleared by Jay Cooper there in far more industrial style. Um, did you vote for your, your player of the season, dear listeners? I went for Tom Bradshaw, but there's a strong argument, in my opinion, for it to be Jill Savile. I wouldn't fight you if you voted Jill Savile. I wouldn't say let's have it out in the, in the Den car park and get ourselves a ban from the club if you were to vote for Jill Savile for player of the year. I went for Tom Bradshaw. Um, who did you go for? You tell me. Let me know by some means. Twitter. Probably. Phone us, 0208 144 0232 with your reaction to anything. You can leave a voicemail message. I don't answer that number, listeners. It uh, goes straight through to an answer phone, so you don't have to engage with me in any shape or form. Long ball falls there, 81 minutes at the moment. Bouncing around. This is uh, what more just couldn't bring that under control, but Preston will bring away. So, yeah, Jules Savile's got a strong case for player of the season, in my opinion. There he goes again, old Rambo, but not, not uh, Johnny Rambo. Paul, Paul Rambo. Alexander, Alexander, I think his name is. Two. Alexander. I'm trying to do a French. It's like another couple of substitute Millwall subs. Mason Bennett, welcome return for Mason Bennett. And uh, Jamie Shackleton, who are they going to come in for? Zian Fleming's coming out for, for Shackleton. <laughs> Score of the second goal. Not been Zian's best game, really. Um, he struggled for a bit of form lately, but um, he's a favourite. They love him down here. I love him. But then stands as one to applaud him off the pitch. That second goal was crucial today. 84 minutes, so that comes Zian. Uh, Shackland's coming in, Tom Bradshaw's coming out for Mason Bennett, dear listeners. Scorer of our first goal, of course. 
great to see Mason Bennett return. Let's hope he can stay fit for these uh, remaining four games. The end of the season comes at you fast, doesn't it? It's like going down a motorway at 80 miles an hour. The, uh, the end of the motorway comes at you very, very quickly. 100 miles an hour. Did I just say 80 miles an hour? I actually drive quite conservatively, 65. But I'm going to make our drive a, a ton. 16,488 is today's attendance. They've just flashed that up on the screen. I like that. If you're listening, Millwall Football Club, I liked flashing the attendance up on the screen. That's good. 16,000. There's some good crowds. Um, and we are attracting more and more uh, weekend tourists. Some people don't like that. I just looked at a sticker when I went for a, my ablutions before the game. And there's a sticker on the wall claiming that we, we don't want any tourists, we don't want any old bill, and we don't want any lefties. So that's um, cutting down your market quite a little bit there. I don't know which one I fall into. Who produces these stickers? Who goes to the extent of designing that and getting it printed somehow and then putting it up? It always fascinates me. There's loads of them on the lamppost walking down the Alderton Road. So if you are a, a tourist, a lefty, or old Bill. I mean, they, they, they come here from, they're paid to come here, aren't they, old Bill? Anyway, you're not welcome, according to that sticker in the, uh, the gents. Every time Mason Bennett goes into a tackle, listeners, I worry. It's like the uh, Mona Lisa is being thrown around by Pickford's removals or something. You know, if they didn't exist, Pickford removals? One from the past, I bet they don't exist anymore. 89 minutes on the stadium clock. Mills should see this out with no real difficulty. Rare running of the Gary Rowett song there. Preston's starting to look tired. They put that ball straight into touch. They passed the ball pretty well and may feel themselves unlucky to be two goals behind in this game. They've certainly looked a lot less um, dangerous in the second half. Whatever Gary Rowett has said, done, has um, done the job in the second period. I thought they were going to come at us, you know... Um, looking quite dangerous like they did in the first half but no, nothing much to report in the second this is a great win for Millwall we're out on what um, 90 plus 2 minutes I haven't looked at the table I'm not going to tempt Lady Luck and fate, the fates by looking at things like that listeners going for a throw in on the right side but with you know, just four games to go now, then the, uh, every win is crucial. One more win, maybe we'll, maybe we'll do it. I don't know. It depends on other results, which, I, again, I'm not <clears throat> tempting the fates by looking at the muses. Not looking at them either. Not even if I'm lashed to the, uh, the den wall here so I can look and others can't. I don't know what I'm going on about, listeners. I'm prattling. This is Mason Bennett. This is uh, SA now on the right side. The brief is just to keep the ball down in that far right side corner. So doing a good job of. One minute of um, added time to go. Some good performances out there. I'm going to give my man of the match today to Jules Saville. Well, I think, I think has been the man of the match a couple of times recently. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, it's been a good team performance, especially after that early change in plans by losing Murray Wallace. Um... But Saville has, has been here, there and everywhere. And I've liked to look at Billy Mitch, uh, the central defenders, all will get mentions and dispatches. But for me today, Joel Saville. 
There's the full-time whistle, dear listeners. It finishes Millwall 2, Preston 0. I think we're due to a, a rerun of the old status quo, mate. Crucial, crucial win. Wow. I feel quite nervously exhausted, dear listeners. see me this week, listeners, because I forgot my Lavalier mic, and, um, well, you wouldn't be able to hear me. As you can detect, though, it's been an excellent, in the end, 2-0 win for the Lions at times. It was a bit uh, harem scarem, but um, overall, the second half especially, Mill closed out a game, and two well-taken goals, one from Tom Bradshaw in the first half, lovely little close-range header, and a crucial, crucial um, second-half strike by Zian Flynn, the man from Amsterdam. That's a, w- a wonderful win, and hopefully with other results, if they go our way, I've got my fingers crossed, I've got every digit I have crossed that other results go for us. That'll boost us up the table. So there we are. Bit of the old status quo for you, mate. We're going to be back after these messages, dear listeners. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. Millwall 2, Preston nil. Matt Webb here coming away from the ground. A battling performance. Nonetheless, Preston came there with a game plan to frustrate us and hit us on the counter. We defended well. We really controlled that game. Individual performances and standouts go to Hutchinson and Cooper. Fantastic. Mitchell, it's good to see him back. Savile, man of match in my opinion, was absolutely unplayable today. Really was good today. Really, really pleased with him. SA came on. Good to see him. Had more minutes under his belt. You know, showing that confidence. What more as well. Apart from that blip he had at West Brom, he he came on and was solid. And do you know what? Those substitutions were needed because at the time, 
we, the players that they replaced in the likes of the German and especially Oliver Burke, they were just not cutting it today. For me, Oliver Burke needs not to be playing. I'm sorry, I've tried to give the guy a chance and I really want to support him, but for me, we're carrying him. I don't know what's gone on, but we are carrying him. And I know some other people on the podcast feel exactly the same. It's a shame to see Murray Wallace go off injured. Okay, so we'll have to see what happens there. Danny Mack, one of the best of game he's, games he's had. And you know what? Maybe a bit of competition with the likes of Shackleton coming in may give him that little kick up the backside that most players would need throughout their season. Nonetheless, nonetheless, it was a good performance. We come to Tuesday, we go to Birmingham. Birmingham are still in the mix of relegation, but mathematically that is true, but realistically that probably isn't going to happen. So hopefully they might just want to turn up and just see their season out. And then we roll on to Wigan on Saturday. It's interesting now the playoffs, now that likes of Coventry have come into the mix as well. So fingers crossed Millwall, let's keep this up. Okay, come on you Lions. Let's get behind them. But let's get the right team out there to take us over the line. Come on the wall. Hi Nick, John Rankin. Just calling in after that brilliant 2-0 victory against Preston North End then. Well, I said a couple of weeks ago that our race was run, but it's back on. It's definitely on. I really enjoyed that match. Um, Preston were no mugs whatsoever. They played the ball around very nicely. Um, but our style is such that they kind of run out of steam when they got around the penalty area. And we are definitely the kings of the counter-attacks. We seem to have this system of playing whereby we soak up huge amounts of pressure and then quickly counter-attack. Either have a go on goal or get a free kick, and then we normally make something from the set pieces. But I'm no football analyst, as you can probably tell. But it's a, it can be a stressful watch sometimes as a fan. But I thought we did it ever so well. A couple of standout mentions. Um, I thought Scott Malone did ever so well. And I've been a bit of a critic of his recently, but he had a very positive impact. And I thought he actually defended well. Again, Danny Mack was put under a lot of pressure down his channel. And, you know, he stood up to it. Um, basically, the clean sheet speaks for itself. For all the defenders played well. Preston North End made a lot of threats. Had a lot of shots and had a few moments in the first half where I thought a goal was definitely coming. But by hook or by crook, we kept him out. Going on to the goals, it was a lovely goal from Bradshaw, set up by Zian Fleming. And the second goal was just pure quality. One of my friends said to me before the match, you know, Zian's been a bit quiet lately. Would you ever drop him? And I said, of course not, because those are those moments that Gary Rowett talks about so much. And the way he kind of scissor psychic into the net absolutely beautiful it was a difficult ball it was bouncing high but he found a way to acrobatically score a goal so 
Crater performance. We're going on to Birmingham on Tuesday night. Let's hope we can restore a bit of this momentum we've got now. Um, and play like that again. Uh, I've got to say, this is of interest as well. Just before I go, before the game, one of our little crew said to the referee, could you please watch all the fouls on Jake Cooper, please? And the referee retorted, which I thought was extraordinary, really, for him to engage on this issue. The referee said, well, he, he, he fouls as well, Cooper. So there you are. We're not going to get anything, but I was absolutely devastated in a way, probably a bit strong, so I was devastated, but we had an absolutely bona fide penalty in the second half. Oliver Burke worked it down the right, got to the byline, crossed the ball low and hard, and the defender, because it was above his, you know, he mistimed his sliding block, just put his hand up, just put his hand up and blocked it. You know, how we did not get that. And the irony was the referee gave a handball against Preston North End in the first half, where the ball just rolled up the players' legs. I think it was Preston's number 17 and, and bounced against his hand. So again, we could have run out to uh we could have run out three 0 there. But that's kind of, you know, uh not really a major criticism. Well, it was a tough, hard-working performance, and uh, we're back on. Come on, you Lions. Hi, Nick. It's Angelo, mate. Just a few words about the uh, the result yesterday. Um, excellent uh, to get the win, first of all. Not the greatest performance, but who cares at this stage of the season? Um, and obviously, it was imperative that we... Um, Pulled a little bit away from Preston, um, so um, so yeah, all, all, good, good day all round. Um, I thought Scotty Malone coming and done a fantastic job. Cooper was reliable as ever. Uh, Hutch had a couple of dodgy moments, but still was solid in there. Made a couple of great blocks. Danny had a dodgy game, nearly cost us that goal. Uh, Malone saved him on the line. So um, so yeah, um, the the two midfielders, Mitchell and Savile, brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Savile is just fantastic, honestly, really is. And and Billy looks like he's back to full fitness, which is great. Um, because obviously Leonard was a loss, but then when you look at Billy coming in and doing that job, fantastic, mate. He, he had so many touches of the ball yesterday. Um Fleming, fantastic assist and a brilliant goal. It wasn't easy to uh swivel in the air to get that in. Um Bradshaw, fantastic goal. It leaves us again, every, you know, everyone questioning the two wide men, you know. Um, Ollie Burke, you know, where, where I sit, people are just slagging the shit out of him. But you've got to get behind the guy because he's got the attributes to, to cause damage, you know. You know, I, I'm uh, I'm more frustrated with the German, to be honest with you. I just don't see what he brings to the team. But, you know, Danny had a dodgy game. The two The two wingers, dodgy. Um, but but the rest of the team was fantastic, you know. Um, so um, I'm sure Danny will, will will pick up again in just one of them days. But uh, but the two uh, Burke and the Burke's position and Vogue position that this is where the question marks are, aren't there? But you know, to me, it's a massive question mark with a German. I, I can't see. I don't see why why that guy starts every week, you know. Um, but anyway, on a positive note, we've um, we got the win. Massive massive game on. Uh, 
on Tuesday against uh, Birmingham. And then we've got the two relegation favourites, haven't we? So it is completely and utterly in our hands. So uh, so all good and uh, well done to the team. Come on, you Lions. Evening, Nick. Jim Hackett here. Uh, just send them a comment in after watching that this afternoon. Not sure how we got away with it, but we did. I thought it was a real... Yet another ugly performance from us. Uh, we managed to get the three points for. So, at the end of the day, that's the only thing that mattered was getting the win. How we got it, I think uh, nobody will mind because we walk away with three points. Preston probably go away thinking they're slightly unlucky. Better footballing team um, with a bit more luck. They could have scored a goal or two, but then we had our luck or didn't have our luck at Hull. So, it swings and roundabouts, isn't it? I think as a team, we looked edgy from the, the, the start, really. And I think today, knowing they're playing against a 3-5-2 and how well they played against us at their place at times, I think uh, maybe Gary Rowett expected us to be more on the front foot. But our passing was so bad that, you know, it was it was giving them the opportunity to come at us without having to work hard for it. I thought our our back four, when it came to passing the ball out, was uh, shocking. And unluckily, obviously, for, for Murray Wallace, he got injured. And Malone come on. And, and I think if if you were judging the, the match on since Malone coming on, then I think he'd be close to man of the match because I thought he had a storming game. And defensively, where he's always been criticised, he, he definitely saved one goal and uh, he made a couple of other little interceptions that that made a difference and going forward he's better than Murray uh, only because he he's a natural athlete that can get down the, the line and and either put crosses in or do something you know that, that you'd expect from a left-sided player so um our back four I think Cooper and Hutchinson sort of threw themselves in but our biggest problem with our defenders is they can't pass the ball and I look at some of the other games. I watched uh, Middlesbrough versus Norwich last night, and you look at these teams and you think, bloody hell, you know, it, you know, what must it be like for them when they're playing Millwall? Because, you know, as much as we're getting all these results and and where we are, we're not even you know in the same ballpark when it comes to to being able to pass the ball out from defence. And I I think maybe missing Cresswell as well as an help there. But overall, I mean. You know, we got the result and, and it's churlish, I suppose, to be moaning and groaning about it. But I think um, tactically, I think Rowett got it wrong. I think we, we left the game in a hole in the middle of the park all the time because Savile and uh, Billy had to mark three players and they always had somebody spare. So, again, that was slightly disappointing. But the goals, two quality goals, you know, the, the, the cross and header from Bradshaw and then Cooper's flick and... Uh, Zian managing to sort of smash it into the ground before it goes into the net. There's no way the keeper was saving it. So very happy with that. We looked better second half. I don't know what he'd said to him, maybe push up a little bit further, but we looked a little bit better, but we still do enough to give the opposition chances. And uh, I think it's something we've, we've got to look at. I don't know what the situation is with Murray now, whether he's out or, or not out. Honeyman seems to be out for the season. And for us, we're not a big enough squad I think SA coming on, I thought he flattered a little bit today. He didn't really do too much and he looked a little bit lost to me. But I thought what more, funny enough, coming on gave us a lot more stability on the left-hand side. And I think maybe him and Malone might be the answer for the last few games. And when we're playing against these poor teams that we're going to be playing 
um, Birmingham, Wigan, Blackpool, we are going to need a little bit of craft, a little bit of quality. So maybe SAL will come into it then. But I think overall, a really poor performance. But somehow we got the three points and uh, that's all they can do. So well done, the boys. Their spirit's fantastic. Um, the rest of it will hopefully come. We had a nice run earlier in the season, so there's no reason to think we can't go on a nice run now. So on to Birmingham Tuesday. Come on, you Lions. Hello, Nick. It's Matt Richards here. Just uh, phoning in after that game. What a, what a very important, important win that was. Um, not the best performance. I think that was obvious. Um, but three points are so vital. Um, this this stage of the season, you kind of almost don't care. You do care because you know we, we should. You know we need to be playing decent football, possession football, um, and we weren't doing that today. We just passes going all over the shop um, against a good Preston team that kind of they they, they pass it around a lot better than we did anyway. Uh, controlled the ball, um, but I kind of don't just don't care really. It's all about scoring goals and it's all about not letting goals in, and that's what we did today. Decent performance, great victory. Um, we did. We, we, it's funny. The, the recent games, we've. I think we've been creating quite a few chances, which just haven't been put in our way. Today, I can barely remember any other chance. Um, I think Zian had a long, long-range shot. Um, I'm struggling to think of many others. I don't know if it, you know. It's funny because I don't know if he had a, had a really, really great game, but you know, he, he ends up getting an assist and scoring a goal. Um, nothing more than that is there really um, I thought Preston moved the ball around well um, their front two quite mobile um, thank god Parrot didn't score against us players wise I thought that Long did okay made a decent save there was a bit of dodgy defending second half not quite sure what was going on there Danny Mack playing balls across the box moving on to Danny Danny I don't think he's, I don't think he's been playing that well you can argue should we bring Shackleton in? I don't know. I think what saved Danny is that we haven't really got another specialist right back, really. Um, I thought Scott Malone did really well. Cooper, solid game. Um, Hutch, brilliant, brilliant last-ditch tackle in, in the first half. Um, gave the ball away a couple of times, a couple of sloppy... And we were sloppy today. We were sloppy, don't they? Um, all over the pitch, really. Um, what I did notice, actually, was a few players digging each other out. Uh, Savage digging out. Danny... Um, Danny was digging out, but I think yeah, coming on through the team, I thought Savile was man of the match for me. Just immense, you know. I think him and Billy kept us in the game in the first half. They were, they were kind of passing the ball around us, but they're breaking up play where they could. I could see Billy back to his best, definitely in the first half. Anyway, he seemed to be puffing a bit in the second half, but then that's probably because he hasn't had loads of games. Um, up front, Bradshaw, obviously great game. I thought Burke was uh, Burke is Burke, and Burke is just yeah, he's not going to be here next year. Um, I feel sometimes he's, he is trying as much as he could possibly try, but he's, he's not a normal player, is he? Bogus Samuel was okay, steady. He could probably put his foot in a bit more, could be a bit more, you know, we call him big, the BFG, but he doesn't really put himself about as much as he probably should do, I don't think. Um, anyway, you know, a solid game, I guess, from him, and subs did okay, the SA was, was okay. So, um, great three points, um, a good day at the Den, and look forward to another one Tuesday night. Um, so that's all for me. Just, just a shout out before I go um, to the Lions Food Hub, 
Um, I was lucky enough to win Zian's signed boots. So I was over there early today picking them up. Um, so shout out to Sue, Lions Food Hub, and to Kelly Webster and um, the fantastic work they do there. Please, everybody, whenever you're down at the den, I know they do get a lot of support. They're telling me about it today, but um, please see what you can uh, see what you can spare and um, make a bit of a donation down there to the Lions Food Hub. But anyway, thanks, Nick. Onwards we go. Cheers. Come on, you Lions. Achtung, Mailball. Huge thank you to all of the chaps for those voicemails. Now, I normally would uh, speak to Harry in the aftermath of a win like that yesterday, but I'm actually doing this as a two-part show this week. I've got so much content to fit in, listeners. I've decided to divide it into two, so please do tune over to uh, part two of this week's Achtung, where I speak to Harry about that excellent win yesterday afternoon. But just to close today's edition, this particular part one edition, shall I call it, I um, just wanted to say um, a few bits I picked up from the the Twitter in the aftermath of that excellent win. A, a little note here from, uh, this is Alex Jones of, of News at Den, talking about the eternal Roman essay question. Um, he says in the after-match comments, Gary Rowe admitted he was close to starting Roman essay yesterday. But ultimately, he found it difficult given Oliver Burke's form. And as, as catch, eye-catch has replied, and I must admit I'm with you, eye-catch. Burke's form, he's got a, a, a kind of a um, pensive emoji. Am I missing something? Um, I suppose Burke will give you pace. Um, maybe, um, maybe that's what Gary Rowe is, is, is favouring that and the experience, perhaps. I don't know. I can't see into Gary Rowe's mind. All I know is when I see Roman Essay, I see a top, top level player. I'll say no more than that. Uh, the Griffin mentions um, Zian Fleming practising his free kicks. And he, he makes a point, wouldn't be Millwall unless we, we have to have something to mention of this kind, I suppose. But um, he's saying that nothing's changed with Zian's uh, free kick techniques. Um, he hasn't improved or changed his technique to get a better outcome. Bridport Lion replies, we would need an attacking coach to help with that. And Gary Rowett doesn't do that. Um, oh, Le Picard, Le Picard. I'm going to say it in French style, Le Picard. Says it's hilarious because Zian has got the technique, but his accuracy is all over the shop at the moment. I actually think that, um, you know, like in many walks of life, these things go in little phases. I think Zian is, is probably feeling the pressure, the tenseness generally, as we all are, as we all were yesterday, in my opinion. Um, and for that reason, his, his free kicks have um, slightly gone off the boil. But the cross into Tom Bradshaw's head for that first goal yesterday, listeners, was pretty spot on, so I can't pull him up on too much. Uh, Johnny Scar H, big shout out to John, says it was a strange day at the den yesterday. We started the second half worse than we finished the first. We we didn't look on it, John, I will say that for you, mate, um, for the first half and then a chunk of the second. Too many players off the ball, says Johnny Scar. Gary Rowett can't do anything about that. Um, okay. Gradually, we turned it around for some decent entertainment. Hutch edges it for Sav for man that a match. He's still dreaming, says Johnny Scar. Alex Lee says George Savile. Brilliant performance out of yesterday. Dragged the team through that game to win. Captain without an armband. Uh, Simon Hedgepig says it's a tough watch, but at this stage, um, points mean prizes, says Simon. I do agree with you there, Simon. It is really all about the bottom line at this stage of the season, listeners. We've got another game. Tuesday night against Birmingham, where, again, it's not going to be the performance that, that they write down after. It's going to be whatever the end result is, and we do need a win Tuesday night. If we win Tuesday, 
you can start to feel like the playoffs are in the bag a little bit, I think. Um, and Steve Evans, just to close us, uh, the, yesterday's result was breathed. New life into our season, says Steve. Up the fucking wall, says Steve. I'm with you there, Steve, 100%. Uh, and just to close us, big shout out to the um, Lions Food. It was community day yesterday, and from what I could see, some good funds were raised for the Mule Community Trust and the Lions Food Hub, both of which we support to the best of our ability on this show. We're hoping to be making another donation to the Lions Food over the next week or two. There we are. That's the end of part one of this week's edition of Acton Millwall. Um, please do, please do switch over after this show to part two and hear the thoughts, the Sunday morning thoughts of myself, Nick Hart, and our regular show correspondent, Harry Warren. Until the next edition, so Riva Dirty Mill. Bye for now, dear listeners. Bye for now. Achtung, Millwall. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.